Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shall we just close our eyes for a while? Gracious Heavenly Father, once again our heart rejoices when we come together as your children to hear from you. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each and every one of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Usually, or now all of us we know, this is the season and we know the reason for it. So the, the whole world is expecting or forecasting about the to celebrate the first coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Every year after year the Christmas comes and we celebrate and the year passed. But at the same time, the church is unique. We are preparing ourselves, I mean, the God is preparing us, not only for the Christmas, the first coming which has already happened on this earth of Jesus Christ to this world, we are prepar- God is preparing us for his second coming. Amen? For the past two to three months, we are keep studying in our home cell, and also we heard messages from the Revelation, the whole book we have covered, and now we are going by chapter by chapter, and what the messages seriously hearing is all about preparing us or leading us towards the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? We have a reason for that. What is the reason? Because the things what you see, the things or news what you heard in the earth, on the, in this world, or in the secular, or in the government, or in the nation, or everything, it is all all of them are the signs what Jesus Christ said to us earlier. And when we see them all, it reminds us the days are nearing. Amen? The days are nearing. And we do not know. And we heard so many messages on that. Shall we, our message preparation today, the meditation is, once again from Matthew chapter 24, from verses 36. Actually the whole chapter, or even the chapter 23 and 25 inclusive. But we will take the portion, particularly from verse 36 to 46. When Jesus Christ was telling about... to. Uh, about his coming to his disciples. Let me start one word earlier, or the word three. 
the signs of time and the end of the age verse 3 now as he sat on the mount of olives the disciples came to him privately saying tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age and jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you verse 36 but of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of son of man be for as in the days of before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriages until the day that noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away so also will be the coming of the son of man be then two men will be in the field one will be taken and the other left two women will be grinding at the mill one will be taken and the other left watch therefore for you do not know what hour your lord is coming but know this that if the master of the house had known what hours the thief would come he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect verse 45 who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master may rule over his household to give them food in due season 46 blessed is that servant whom his master when he comes will find so doing once again 46 Blessed is that servant whom his master when he comes will find so doing of course that is in relation with the day the promise of this day so today's promise according to this promise we heard we were created for what we were workmanship we were created as a purpose and uh, we are to the purpose is to do good and god is expecting that so today in overall in this chapter there are many things for us to learn when we look at the scripture we have just read the portion jesus lost the sermon to his disciple before he was betrayed he stretches from actually as i said from 23 to 25 but this is the main theme of the long message i can title this keep watch and be ready and it is understandable since he is about to leave them jesus needs to tell them about his return and what they are supposed to do he describes this day with certainty he leaves no room for doubts 
So he did not say he may return, but he said he will return. He did not tell us when the day will be, because nobody knows except God the Father. But he did describe to us what the day would be like. This is most important. Not when will he return, but the circumstances prior to his return. We need to listen to what he has to say in this, because we are in the situation, as I said, now. So as, we, as I said in the beginning, the Christmas is about one and a half months far. According to Jesus Christ, we do not know. That may be even the coming of the Lord may be closer or earlier than that. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? For that alone, the God is preparing this church. First of all, it will be like a days of Noah. What he has said? What has happened? It is very clearly said. What was it? It is like a Noah's days. It was a business as usual. And the people go through their daily routines, what they come, what they do. So they forget about the, the, the promise. And if you believe God, God's word, and many are unprepared for Christ's return, that reminds us of the days of Noah. And second thing what he has mentioned is, it will be like a thief in the night, as Jesus said. As all of you know what it means is, he will not inform and come, so that we will prepare ourselves. So all of a sudden, at any time, he will come. The same way he said, he means to say that his coming will be not informable, not known, even the time. Not only the day, even the time is not known. So if this is the condition of our time prior to his return, then we need to take a note. We do not want to be caught unprepared and not ready. Note that second main commands here. There are two things, or I can add to one more. In verse 2, or sorry, 3, what is say? Even 4 I can say. Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. First thing. Be prepared. Be careful. Let no one deceives you. Nothing deceives you. Because we are in that same situation. So many things we hear about the fulfillment of the promises of God, what is happening around the world. At the same time, the word of God also comes. The, the what do you call it? The false doctrine and the false prophecy, which is so much familiar in these days and very much attracted by everyone, not only the Christians, everyone. So, even the believers now are not exempted. People are going for that, looking for that. So, that is why the first warning is, he says, take heed that no one deceives you. Secondly, verse 41, watch therefore, for you do not know what the hour is. Thirdly, 
verse 44 therefore you also be ready the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect so what is the preparation what you will do what does it mean of watching or keeping ready or be careful or to be not to be deceived what you will do at the present time watching and say, not everything leaving everything it happened many years before about even 10 day 10 years before or, or 14 years before people used to left when they heard the lord is coming here lord is coming there some of the people they resigned the job they went and they're sitting in some of our places and uh, waiting for the lord to come and uh, as i was young that remains uh, uh, reminds me of my past life as i was young uh, maybe early 70s as i was a student when the uh, indian prime minister the ex prime minister indira gandhi was coming to our place on the roads everywhere there are welcoming boards and the signs of so many words the the whole uh, town was preparing for her coming and wel- welcoming her i have a habit of or usually used to pray in a hill top and morning and evening so as i heard and that time in 1972 that was the silver jubilee for vvs and i was coordinating that here in our church and there were things for 10 10 days the theme is of coming of the lord just imagine in 1972 the theme of vbs is the coming of the lord he is the coming king he is the king of king he is the king of jews there are 10 titles was given about jesus christ he is the resurrected king he is the only king there are a lot of things so in that case what has happened when i remember that i thought even for a human prime minister this kind of welcoming is there but our lord is coming according to this scripture he will come in the night because the thieves usually in the night not like now even the daytime they will come so i used to pray in the early morning 5 o'clock after my family prayer and i was thinking and also i heard he is coming from the east towards west so that all the resurrected will rise up i do not know how many of you watching even when you go to the cemetery how they bury the body facing the east always i don't know how you, whether you are aware of such things or not but these are all the signs and belief of a christian jesus christ is going to come and also from east that is why the dead bodies were buried facing the east if you do not know that is the truth and i remember that so i thought when the prime minister is coming they are inviting and making this kind of posters and welcoming board when the lord is going to come he is going to come in the east so what i i have to do to preparation at that time so i started writing the scriptures of the 10 titles with the paint on the rocks all facing east so that i thought that uh, when jesus christ comes i will welcome him 
So every rocks and the stones I wrote. So the next day, actually started writing in a yellow paint and blue paint. Five o'clock next day I went there. I could not read because it was in the dark. I could not see it. Then I thought in the next holiday, the school vacation leave comes, let me change it. So the next day came, when holiday came, all of them I wrote in aluminum paint, the silver paint. You won't believe it. In the morning or in the, even in the daytime, in the sunlight, all of them are just radiating uh, the letter, the scriptures. So why I said this? Coming of the Jesus Christ was told uh, thousands of years, about two thousand years before, as the Lord Jesus Christ was there. And the same message is even today. And we believe in that. But still it has not come. And the thing is, what is the preparation? For that alone I am telling. Do you believe it? And are you prepared for it? What God is expecting us? Actually there are ten things. Actually it is not from my own. And uh, I was blessed by the man of God. Who has written this. But I feel that it will be a blessing to you as well. So first of all. The first. The, the second coming. Of the Lord. Is in relation. With our personal repentance. He is coming for the all. But there are. The, according to the scripture. Not everyone will be taken. And for that we have to prepare. And it is for his children. Let us go through the scriptures and know one by one what, how we are and what we are. Are we ready, really ready or prepared for the meet the Lord when he is going to come. The personal repentance. The first thing is the personal repentance. The John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, preached, repent, because the kingdom of heaven is near. Matthew 3 verse 2. Before Jesus Christ, John the Baptist preached, repent. The kingdom of God and the heaven is near. When Jesus came, his message also was, repent, because the kingdom of heaven is near. Matthew 4, verse 17. He taught us to pray, even in the Lord's prayer, your kingdom come. Matthew 6, verse 10. Referring to the various events that would precede is written, Jesus said, When you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. After Jesus Christ, the disciples, the Peter, started the same thing, repent, the kingdom of God is near. That is the first thing for a Christian. Repent. So, dear friends, Repent of your sins. If there is anyone here sitting without knowing Jesus Christ, who is the Savior, the Lord of our life, who is to come in the coming days at any time, which we do not know, if you wanted to meet Him, it is the time once again as a reminder, repent for your sin. So that you will not be left over when the Lord comes. So we have to believe and confess that Jesus Christ has died for us and he rose again. 
and we have to be baptized and we have to receive the inner assurance that you are the child of God. Only when you repent of your sins and be converted, you are ready to meet our God as he is going to come. Secondly, the meditation of God's word or the word of God. While foretelling his disciples the signs of his coming, Jesus assuredly said, Heaven and the earth will pass away, but my word will by no means pass away. Matthew 24 verse 35 and also Luke 21 verse 33. Everything we see today is a temporal, but with one exception, what is that? What is that? The word of God. It will remain forever. But according to the promises and the prophecy, even there will be a famine for the word of God. For that we have to prepare, study, meditate, memorize and keep it in our heart. Then only according to the, our Lord Jesus Christ, as he has said on his days, when we have the word in us, the Spirit of God who is in us will remind us from the word what you already had in you. Then only it will help you to remind you of his word. Then you will live by his word. The righteous will live by the word of God. So the word of God is important. Whatever what we see or what we have, everything will pass away. But the word of God is the one which will never pass away. That's what he says. Beware of biblical revelations and experiences. First Corinthians verse, chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible is not only supreme, but also it is sufficient. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 14 to 17. Do not go after visions, dreams, signs, wonders and such as speculative things of the world. As I said in the beginning, people are very much longing for those things. But they must not be lifted above the written word of God. In Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 28 and 29 says this. Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 28 and 29. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord. Is not my word like a fire? says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. So, the word of God has the power. So, we should know it, the importance of it, we should live by that word, not of the things of the word which are uncertain. Thirdly, the holy life in relation with our coming of the Lord, second coming. Without holiness, the scripture says, Hebrew 12, 14, without holiness, no one can see the Lord. And also Matthew 5, 18, 
this earth will be utterly destroyed by the fire when the Lord come as a thief in the night. Since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of person you must be in holy conduct and godliness? When we meet the Lord, we shall be changed into His very likeness. Everyone who has this hope in Him must be purely or purify himself as for the Lord. We know as he is a commandment as well. Be holy for I am holy. So it is not option. It is a commandment as well that we should be pure and be holy. And if nothing unclean can by any means enter heaven. Everything in heaven will be called holy. Holy angels, Revelation 14.10, holy apostles, 18.20, holy prophets, 80.20, and holy city, 21.10. So, non-stop chorus in heaven would be holy, 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 holy is the Lord. Revelation 4.8. Even 1 Thessalonians 5.22 and 23 says, Abstain from every form of evil. Now many, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Be holy. If you believe, the coming of the Lord is near and you are unsure of the day. The third thing what we are supposed to first repent. Second, remain in the word of God. Thirdly, keep yourself holy. That is the sign of your preparation of or you are watching for the coming of the Lord. Fourthly, watchful in prayer. Being watchful in prayer is the basic to the preparation of Christ's second coming. After mentioning the difficult days which would proceed is written, he concluded, watch therefore, that's what I said in verse 44, 42, watch therefore and pray always that you may escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Luke 21 verse 36. Watchfulness in prayer means taking time to stay in the presence of God and not rushing through this exercise. It is not as you are just uh, doing morning and do, uh, evening or even uh, 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 according to your convenience. Just for the name's sake, I have to pray in the morning, I have to pray in the night, I have to pray for the food. It is not as a routine. Prayer means here, watch and pray means stick on to that. Stay there for the relationship purposes. So as I used to tell in uh, Mind of Christ classes. So we can give so many definitions for prayer. It is based on your experiences. Prayer, there is no one definition. There is no one definition. Prayer is a communication. Prayer is a speaking to God. Prayer is a conversation. Prayer is... There are so many. But what is... Prayer is what is to you. 
What do you mean prayer? Prayer is developing your relationship or keeping your intimate relationship with God forever. The more you pray, the more you close with God. The more you close with God, the more you know about Him. The more you wanted to know about you, you first of all, even the God is always waiting in the time of prayer. He Himself wanted to reveal Himself to you and His ways and His purposes to you to know. So none of us bothered about what is in His heart concerning you and your future. But you are concerned about only yourself. What is for today, what is for tomorrow, that's all we know. In the prayer means, that is what we developed. We have to pray for, these are all the things. As a list we go to the Lord, submit it, turn back. Don't wait there or remain there for what God wants you to say. Whether it is heard or not, we do not know. When you say the prayer is a communication, you, you only you communicated, you did not wait there, God to communicate with you. How many of us having that experiences of hearing from the Lord all the time? It is not that one person is sitting, standing before he has now, just speaking to your hearing, even when you are sitting, somebody will be talking. Now nobody is talking. But the Spirit of God, if the God of Spirit, Spirit of God is in you, He will speak to you as I am speaking to you. Amen? Amen? Do you believe that? When I am speaking something, the Spirit of God will speak to you something else. Remind you of the past. Or re- relate you what you heard before. Or what has happened before. That is the sign of you remain and stay in the place where you are praying with the Lord. So that is the watchful. Be alert. Watchful in your prayer life. Fifthly, I have to go first. Relationship. Relationship is really it is the most important. Relationship with God, as I said during the, in, the, in our, through our prayers, and also it is more than that, or not more than, equally we have to develop and keep the right relationship with people. That is the most important. If you are prepared for the coming of the Lord, check your relationship. How is your relationship with the people? While listening to the, out of the signs of his coming, the end age, Jesus foretold, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Matthew 12, 12, 24, 12. Apostle Paul added, in the last days, perilous time will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, unloving, unforgiving. That is Second Timothy chapter 3, verse, verses from 1 to 5, you can read it. Jesus said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. John fifteen twelve. We ought to pursue peace with all men and the holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. If you wanted to see, anxious to see, when the Lord is coming... This is one of the things you have to prepare yourself. Hebrew 12.14 says that. Beware 
of backbiting. Beware of tail-bearing. Beware of whispering, gossiping. The Lord has warned us that for every idle word we speak, we must give account to the day of judgment. Matthew 12, verse 36. Uncontrolled tongue is a hellfire. James 3, 6 says. Reconcile so that, reconcile with the wrong person. Root out all bitterness from your heart. Forgive freely as God in Christ has forgiven us. Family peace is the top priority in relationship because family is the basic unit of the church or the society. As you are heard seriously about family relationship, we have heard enough relationship between the spouse, husband and wife, relationship of children, parental parents and children, and so on. But I am not going in detail, but family relationship is most important for you to prepare to meet the Lord as He is going to come. Sixthly, church fellowship. The church is the body of Christ. All those who are born again and His members, that is 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 27 says, The greatest burden of Jesus was the unity of church. That is why all the New Testament epistles emphasizes unity, unity, unity in church. If there is disunity, it is not a church. That is why the church is called, not our church, church is called the body of Christ. In the body, the parts cannot be separated. So we have to be together. That is why week after week, time to again, we keep on praying, unite us in love, in spirit, in understanding, even in serving. So God has prepared for that. The promise of today reminds us. God is created and preparing us. Do you believe? If you believe, say Amen to that loudly. There will be no denomination differences in heaven. Whether you are an Anglican, you are a Baptist, whether you are a Lutheran, or you are a Methodist, or you are a Pentecostal, whoever you are. Those who are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ are the children of God together and he will be the, the uh, together and prepared for his coming. Amen? Of the seven churches, what you have studied the last month, of the seven churches in the book of Revelation, some churches were on the fire of God, some were lukewarm, and some were about to die. But Christ did not give up on any church. 
Say amen to that, you will live it. When we study the whole seven churches, it is not mean to the churches which you are not seen or which are spoke about something on the time, it was written on the time of John, the, uh, uh, at that time for the revelation. It is today, it is you, the church is you. That is what the lesson what we have learned. So, personalize the scripture that is for you. How are you today? Are you live in fire for the Lord to come? Are you in the lukewarm? Or are you in a dead situation? That is started from your individual and to the castle as a family and also to your family or your own family or blood-related family or as a church. Without a single you, there is no family. Without the family, there is no serve. So that is why the very meaningfully the name is given. So in that case, God is not giving up. God's people are as often as you can. We are warned against forsaking the assembling of ourselves. Together, in view of the fact that day is approaching. Such a gathering should not only to be worshipped. When we are gathered together, not only for worship, remember, it is for fellowship, for mutual edification, as it was in Acts 2, 46 to 47. Christ is not returning for any individual or any organization. Christ is coming for? Hello? Christ is coming for? The church. Can you say that? Christ is coming for? The church. You and me are? The church. God is preparing us. God is preparing us. Please don't sleep. Actually, the, as we know, the book of Revelation always frightening people not to study. But when you are hearing about the word or the book of Revelation or you are reminded about the Revelation or the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, even when you heard I think you are frightened means there are two reasons. One is, you don't understand. Second is, you are not aware again. You close your ears, only your eyes are open. Your ears are dead. Or, you are well prepared for the Lord. What category you are? Be responsive and attentive to the word of God when the Lord speaks to you. Amen? Amen. So when you are with me, I can move forward. If you don't with me, I have to stay there. You want me to move forward? We go forward? Okay, seventhly, stewardship. Stewardship also the part that we should prepare for the coming of the Lord. God has blessed us with the time. Talents and treasures. We are not owners of these endowments, but simply users. We are just users. Whatever we receive it, we use it. The second coming of Christ will be rewarded according to how we have used these blessings. There is the point. 
it is not what you receive it don't categorize or uh, separate yourself i am better than this or better than that i received that that person not received that forget about all those things what you receive it is not of your own you are just user on this earth this reminds you the coming of the lord how it is related how we are using is most important how we are using your resources whether it is a spiritual talent or your money whatever it is or your time that is important that makes a difference whether you are prepared for the coming of the lord or not got it you are the stewards whatever is given you are accountable for it the day will come he is going to ask you so this is the best illustration by jesus christ in the parable of the talents which we read from chapter matthew chapter 25 verse 14 to 13 there is no child of god without uh, a talent all everyone is given no one can say i have not received everyone is given we must be faithful in using whatever the talents what god has given to us otherwise we will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and snitching of teeth that's what the verse 30 says from matthew 21 23 and 30 their responsibility is even more for those who are called for leadership that is 24 41 to 44 to 50 you can read it matthew 424 and learn to be faithful in small things and be faithful at home be faithful in your neighbor neighborhood be faithful at your working place so in the church and in your family life be faithful you are accountable whatever you are you are accountable whatever is given to you whether small or great you are accountable whatever the place as i said starting from my family by yourself in your family life in your family relationship and also in the working place even to the church is not exempted you are countable matthew 24 verse 46 that's what we read then two men will be in the field one will be taken and the other will be left two women will be grinding at the mill and one will be taken and the other left so that should not happen to us amen amen eight the charity second coming also relate with the charity when jesus returns as a king he would divide people as a sheep and goats as we know he would send the sheep to his right side and the goats to his left to those on his right he would say come you are blessed my father in inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world because i was hungry that we read in matthew 25 verse 31 to 46 so what is the lesson for us but he would send those who on his left the goats to the everlasting punishment and fire because they care the less for the poor if you do not care for the poor and you will be thrown into that hell fire that was the lesson about the charity for you so whatever you are blessed with share 
share ninth reason suffering in the second coming remains as of your second coming the last sermon of jesus is recorded for as in john 14 and 15 and also in 16 the sermon contains some of his most comforting words for us in this world of suffering and sorrow john 14 1 2 let not your heart be troubled in my father's house or many mansions i go to prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you to myself that where i am there you may be also john 16 verse 33 in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i have overcome the world how encouraging these words is respectively and closing words of his sermon there is no one without suffering in this world do you believe that there is no one in this world without facing any suffering do you agree it is even more for god's people by his death on the cross christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law we also may suffer for the sake of godly living and proclaiming the gospel but if we patiently endure all these sufferings we shall reign with christ when he comes we have to face expect last last night also we evening we had about in prayer about temptation uh, sorry test how children of god face test without that everywhere everywhere there is a test every uh, the, 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 we are living in such a situation we have to face it overcome it god will give us the grace then only you will be promoted you will be mature so in that case the suffering also the same you have to face it then only we will reign when the lord comes finally soul winning the basic calling for every christian is to bring others to christ amen hello for every the basic calling of every christian is to bring others to the kingdom of god we are converted to convert others agreed we are comforted to comfort others if you believe say amen to that don't all the time expect somebody to comfort you be a comforter how you will become a comforter you should have the comforter in you already amen unless you are filled by the spirit of god who is the great comforter you cannot comfort others first you have to be comforted don't all the time depend on others so if we are comforted so that we will comfort others amen we are blessed to bless others even for that also you don't agree eh? god has blessed us abundantly we are hearing uh, messages after messages we are experiencing day after day in every day in everywhere you turn every side this side or this side or look up or down everything we see the blessings of god amen 
So we are blessed to be a blessing to others. We are here in this country, we are blessed, we are blessing to this nation. This nation. Amen. I think now only some of you are waking up when you talk about uh, blessings. There is no greater service as a Christian can render to fellow men to show them the way to heaven. We are talking about the second but there are millions of people who do not heard even the first coming of Jesus Christ. But we are in that situation still. So we have to take that gospel, that good news. If we, you and me are not doing, who will do that? Who will do that? So for that, again, today's promise reminds us. We are called, prepared, created for that purpose. To win the souls for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God will expand, not by you, but along with us, we have to take. So, we should open uh, account over there in heaven. Finally, we have to close it. So, Christ is the Savior today. And let me summarize what we have studied and closely. First of all, repent for your sins only, truly. Secondly, meditate the word of God regularly. Third, grow in holiness uncompromisingly. Fourth, pray fervently and watchfully. Fifth, relate to one another lovingly. Sixth, fellowship with God's people freely. Seventh, use God-given talent faithfully. Eighth, help the poor liberally. Ninth, endure suffering patiently. Tenth, witness for Christ boldly. Are you bold enough? Bold enough? Let us close our eyes. The second coming of the Lord is near. God is preparing us for His coming. It is a privilege. Amen? Let us close our eyes. Prepare for the Lord. Are you ready for the Lord today? Talk to God. Just talk to Him. Will you meet the mark? Or will you miss the mark? Remember that you were created by God. And you are created for God. Will you turn with me to the first book of Corinthians, the first Corinthians, chapter 11. And let us read from verses 23 to 32 as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the Lord's table. First Corinthians, chapter 11, verses 23 to 32. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, 
This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. For when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Have you prepared yourself for this celebration? Have you prepared yourself so that you will not be condemned with the world? We come to the Lord's table in remembrance of Jesus Christ and what he did. Do you remember what he did? The bread is symbolic of the body of Christ. The cup in the Lord's table is the blood of the Lamb of God that was shed for your salvation and my salvation. But then we are also expected to come to the Lord's table with personal preparation. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. It is now time for us to examine ourselves. It's not about our neighbors, it's about us. Let us be in an attitude of prayer as we take a moment to examine ourselves. Am I taking the Lord's table in an unworthy manner? Ask yourself that question. Am I partaking of the Lord's table with unconfessed sin? Am I taking the Lord's table as a ritual and not discerning what the Lord has done for me? Brother, sister, examine yourself. Talk to God. Father God, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We say thank you because you died that we might live. We would have otherwise been condemned with the world. But Father God, you took us out of that condemnation and you gave us life. Father God, help us to appreciate that. Help us, Lord, to remember so that your death is not in vain in our lives. Help us to be prepared when you come again. That we may reign with you in joyfulness, Lord Father. That we, that we may sit with you. That we may be there with you when you come again, Lord Father. Keep us as a prepared people. We thank you, Lord. And even now, as we come to share... That which you have asked us to do, Lord Father, we pray, Lord, 
that we will come with an understanding we will come with gratitude we will come with humility we will come knowing that our life today is because of your sacrifice and we appreciate it we thank you lord in jesus name we pray amen remember the lord's table is for those who have accepted the lord jesus christ as personal lord and savior and have also obeyed him in taking water baptism by immersion if you haven't done this please abstain from the lord's table and please meditate on the word of god look at your own life and consider receiving the lord jesus christ as your personal lord and savior for those partaking of the lord's table please follow the guidance given by our ushers as you come forward it is now time to share in the lord's table
that you will not fall on the way. The things of the world will not captivate your heart. And I pray, God, give me grace to be faithful. I want to be the faithful servant. I want to be the faithful servant. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that your word will bring forth fruits in our life, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you are mindful of us, that continuously you are speaking about your second coming. But, Lord, there are millions who do not even know about your first coming. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, the ones who have not heard about your first coming will hear your word, Master, and will be set free from the bondage of sin and from the clutches of the enemy. Father, we ask that you will prepare us to be faithful stewards. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And let us share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. And God's people say, yeah. forever and ever. And God's people say, yeah. for the last time, forever and ever. And may God's people say, yeah. Amen. Be blessed in Jesus' name.